Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Justice for All podcast, the podcast of the Hiscock Legal Aid Society. I'm Jason Toriano, the Director of Development and Communications for Legal Aid, and I am thrilled today to have Ernestine Williams on the podcast today. Ernestine is a former client and current board member. Ernestine, welcome to Justice for All. Thank you, Jason, for having me. It's my pleasure. So I want to talk with you, Ernestine. You um, have a really unique vantage point that not a lot of folks have and that you were a client with Legal Aid and you currently serve on our board. And I'd like to talk about both, if I could. Sure. I'd like to first start with what brought you to Legal Aid. Would you be able to share a bit about that with us? Sure. Um, so I, what brought me to Legal Aid was um, several years ago, unfortunately, um, I lost my daughter. Um, and she had a son at the time who was now without a parent. So I knew I was going to have to go into probably a nasty um, battle of custody case for his um, custody for him. And I, at that time, I was also fighting cancer. Um, my financial situation was not pretty at all. Um, as anyone would know, when you go through any kind of serious health condition, um, the medical bills are very high. At that time, I had a friend who currently um, knew someone who worked for Legal Aid, and they connected me to one of the lawyers that connect um, that worked at Legal Aid. So I walked into the office, um, scared to death because I never had to go through a case for custody of anyone, um, whether it was my child or another child. So I came into the office, um, met with a, the lady at the front desk who was very nice to me. Um, she talked to me, told me what I had to do, um, gave me paperwork to sit down, and, and I waited for one of the lawyers there who assisted me with my case for my now grandson who's 22 years old. So okay. my case was, you know, it was one of those just out of the blue, didn't see it coming um, situations. So that's how I got connected with, um, with legal aid. And so many people, Ernestine, obviously the circumstances and what brings people to legal aid very widely, but it is often at a moment in time when people are vulnerable, going through a really difficult period. And it sounds like for you, this was one of the most difficult periods uh, that you had gone through. It was, um, you know, not only had I lost a child, um, but I was also fighting a health condition of my own and was totally just, you know, it was an emotional situation. You know, it, it's one of those situations where, you can't think straight because you don't know one, if you're going to survive and two, if you do, you know, or if you don't, what's going to happen to that child and where he's going to end up at. And at that time he was at a young age and he was scared himself, you know, and it was a bad situation because he didn't have a, a good relationship with his father. So it was just, it was horrifying. And to be able to walk into legal aid and have a peace of mind when I walked out that door the first day, um, it gave me, you know, just so much hope that it was going to be okay for, you know, for both of us. And given the situation that you were in, given the emotional turmoil that you were in, were you nervous? I hear oftentimes people say, I was really nervous to go into legal aid the first time. Were you nervous? Were you relieved? How were you feeling? I was very nervous. Um, I was, I was very nervous because I've never had to deal with a situation like that. And I didn't know what to expect. 
And when you go, when you have to deal with lawyers, you know, they talk all those legal terms and you don't understand. And a lot of times they don't try to explain it to you where you can, they don't, as they say, dumb it down to your level. But the lawyer that I had, she dumbed it down to my level. Like when I walked out of there, I thought I had been to law school. You know, I knew exactly what I had to do. I knew exactly what was going to happen and I knew what to expect. So, you know, I didn't know what the outcome would be, but I didn't go, I wasn't going into it not knowing what was going to happen. You know, I didn't know if I was going to win my case or lose my case or what the situation, the outcome was going to be, but I wasn't going into it blind, not knowing what was going to happen. I, you know, I felt very comfortable with it. Um, I wasn't confused or, or, you know, didn't know what the next step was going to be, you know, what I was going to have to do. I was very comfortable coming out of there. My, I was still nervous, but I wasn't at that point where, you know, just nervous because I didn't know what was going to happen. She really, you know, she took me, it set me down, told me what I had to do, walked me through all the paperwork, and that calmed me down a lot. And you say something that I... I feel is true of so many people. And that is the legal system is not terribly user-friendly. So if you're not an attorney, making your way through the legal system is often complex, hard to understand. The terminology feels a bit like a foreign language at times. And it sounds like the attorney that you worked with helped you to make it a bit clearer, the path clearer. She did. She, she was like, it was like going into, you know how when kids have to have a tutor because they don't understand yes. and you have to lay it out. That's what she did to, with me. She took it and laid it out, broke it down step by step. You know, it was like, let's take this out. Here's your case. This is, this what's going to happen. You know, not saying that this is going to be your outcome, but here's step one. This could be the good outcome. This could be the bad outcome. And this is what's going to happen if we have to go here. You know, if, if he fight us, this is what we have to do. If he don't fight us, this is what's going to happen. It was, you know, it was broke down. This is what you have to do. This is what we have to do. And, you know, this is, you know, she explained all the words, everything. So it was, it was so clear to me that I felt, like I said, I felt like I had had my one-on-one law training and I was ready to go like you know to be honest I could have went in there and did it by myself you know that's just how I felt you know because she really broke it down to me she was there and if I had any questions she was there I could call her she was just there for me the whole time you know she went with me to my to my court cases you know it was it was she was just there for me and I didn't I didn't feel like I was alone you know sometimes lawyers they will tell you here's your paperwork you need to do this and you don't hear from them anymore to the day of your court date. It wasn't like that. If I had a question, I could call, you know, I used legal aid for two cases cause I had the, another case with, a, with my second grandchild. And mm-hmm. I just called up because when the second child came along, I didn't know what to do again, you know, because it was a different, totally different situation. And, you know, it was like, this is what you're going to do. We're going to wait a certain a length of time. And then this is, we're going to start the case. And I was like, Hey, you know, like instantly I was like, come, you know, and I was like, legal aid is the best thing for anyone. And, you know, this is like a blessing to anyone. They just need to reach out to them. And when you say it's a blessing to anyone, you need to reach out to them. Tell me a little bit about where you're at now, where your grandson is at, what, what, ultimately transpired and and where are you at now 
my oldest grandson, um, he's 22 now. He's living on his own. Um, he's, you know, he has his, his wonderful job. He's doing great. Um, I'm fortunately to, you know, I'm in a better situation for myself. I have a peace of mind that we, you know, with legal aid help, everything turn out well for both of us. You know, there was no confusion in what was going to happen with, you know, his life. He was okay with everything. Um, I don't think he was traumatized. You know, he, he didn't feel comfortable living with his father. And I think with legal aid's assistance and everything, it gave him a peace of mind that he wasn't going to be strong between two households. You know, even if we shared joint custody or, or didn't share joint custody or, or his father got full custody, he, he didn't have to, you know, worry about where am I going to end up at? So legal aid was there to give us that support and make everything solid for him. You know, he, it was calm for him. And now that he's, he's grown, you know, he just feels that he wasn't traumatized. You know, he didn't go through any, any trauma, didn't leave any trauma in his life. It was a, it was a good clean case. You know, that was, there was no fighting. There was no, you know, back and forth, back and forth. You know, they provided all the, the, the support that was needed for a good clean case. And Ernestine, I think you speak to something that is so important. And that is oftentimes with cases like this, whether it be legal aid or any other case, it is not just the person that is appearing in court, but there are a myriad of other people who are impacted by the outcome of a particular case. And in this case, it wasn't just you, it was your grandson, it was your family that uh, there were ramifications for, depending on the outcome of the case. Yes, um, my my mother especially, my, my mother is, is much older um, and grandmothers and great grandmothers worry about kids. Um, it, you know, it was hard sure. enough that she had lost her, her granddaughter and she's the only granddaughter. Um, and she was worried, you know, what's going to happen to the, to the, her grands, her great grandson. So, you know, that was a, it was taking a lot on her, you know, and I was like, mom, we just, you know, we just have to trust one in God and then trust that the lawyers know what they're doing. You know, I said, I have confidence that, you know, just from talking to the lawyer and working with the lawyer and how she's been so good and, you know, and explaining everything to me and working with me you know, it's going to be okay. You know, we just have to keep that faith and, and it all worked out, you know, it all worked out. We, we went to court. Um, we had two court cases and, um, and everything was fine. You know, we went in the second time and, you know, the judge made a final decision and he came home with me. And so for somebody who might be listening, who is in a difficult place in life, who is hesitant confused, scared, whatever the emotion is, what would you say to them as somebody who was in a situation, a difficult situation several years ago, who did come to legal aid? What would you say to that person that's hesitating to pick up the phone? Don't hesitate. Pick up the phone, make that call, or show up at that office because they're there to support you. They will help you. You're safe with them. And they will get you out of whatever situation that you're in. They will help you make the right choices and they will help you. You know, they're there for that support because they, they helped me. And I was in two serious situations that, you know, if I had not gone to legal aid, honestly, I don't know what my situations would have been. And I had two 
opposite, totally opposite situations. And they both, neither one were, were pretty situations. But legal aid was there to, to assist me. They got me through it. Um, and it, it's a great program. I, I, you know, I totally, totally, totally recommend it for anyone who has any type of situation. You know, regardless of what your situation is, trust in legal aid to support you to get you through that situation. Thanks, Ernestine, for that. And you have a really unique sort of vantage point and lived experience because you are one of only a few people who has both been a client of Legal Aids who also serves on our board of directors. And so I'd like to sort of pivot our conversation to talk a bit about your board service. So we obviously approached you to be on our board. We are so glad you are on our board, Ernestine. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank you. Why did you decide that? The, I mean, it's not, you know, you, you volunteer to do this. It is time that you offer out of your busy day and your busy life. Why did you accept and why was it important to you to serve on the board? Because it's my way of giving back. Um, okay. I know, you know, people take and they don't give back. But I think that if people help you, you should be able to take the time to give back. You know, and I, you, you're true. I, I am very, very, I do have a very busy schedule and it's sometimes I'm not 100%, but I feel whatever I am able to give was fundraisers or events or whatever the situation is that I'm able to give back. I'm there to, to give what I can because without legal aid, I would not have been able to get where I am now. I would not have the stability for my grandkids that I have. Um, and I appreciate that. So and, in my sorry, heart, I feel I need to give back. And in giving back, you have been, you know, in situations now where you can have an impact on sort of the direction of the organization as a member of our board. And I guess the question that I have for you is, do you think your time as a client has impacted your views with the board? And if so, how has it impacted your board service? I do. Um, I think that, you know, we look at the people that are out there and the situations that they go through. There are so many different situations out there and we have to look at each situation differently and handle them differently. Um, lawyers are hard to come by, mm -hmm. especially now with COVID. Um, you know, the the world itself, the economy, financial situations, um, we have to consider, you know, how and what our financial responsibility are to our lawyers. You know, we have to consider, you know, their income, make sure that we take care of them, but also that we can take care of our people that need us. So we have to take all of that into consideration so that we can provide the best care for the people that we serve and make sure that those people want to come to us and that we give them good service. So we have to put all of that into, as they say, a nutshell and make sure that we seal it and make sure that we give good support to our people. I've asked this question to everybody and I do wanna ask this question to you as well as we come in on the final few minutes of this podcast. We The podcast is named Justice For All. We have a series of events over the course of the year called Justice for All. What does justice for all mean to Ernestine Williams? What does it mean to you? Justice for all means to me that everyone deserves 
the same, that they should all be treated the same, that they all deserve justice, that they all should be given the same opportunity to be treated the same, um, trusted, given the same ability to prove if they are in for a criminal um, charge, they should all have the same to prove whether they did it, didn't do it, or have the same ability to fight for their, their right, to be able to have a good lawyer to represent them. If they're in family court or uh, immigration court, whatever their cases are, they should be able to have someone to be there to support them, to give them the same legal advice that anyone who have who are able to afford a, a lawyer to pay that financial lawyer fee. They should have that same right. They should be able to have the same support that those people have. Ernestine, anything else that you would like to add as we end this podcast today? Just that I am, you know, I am so blessed that I had the Hiscock Legal Aid Society there for me. And I'm, you know, I'm thankful that I am able to be able to give back to the, to the Hiscock Legal Aid and that, you know, anyone who's listening to this podcast, if you're out there and you, you need help and you need a lawyer, please reach out because they're there to assist you. You know, it's, it's a service there that you may qualify for reach out, you know, just give them a call, you know, see if they're there, see what they can help help you with. They're there to help you. Ernestine, thank you for that. And Ernestine did mention if you have, if you're listening to this and you do have a question for us, you can reach out to us at 315-422-8191. Again, that number is 315-422-8191. We are also online at hlalaw.org, Law. Dot org. Ernestine Williams, former client, current board member, current awesome human being, thank you for being with us today on Justice thank for Thank you All. for having me, Jason. Thank you. For us, promoting Justice for All isn't just a slogan. It's a fundamental part of who we are. Since 1949, Hiscock Legal Aid Society has had thousands of people contribute to our organization's story. Here, you'll meet those who've supported our work, our clients, and have taught us a thing or two along the way. Welcome to the Justice for All podcasts. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about our work, head over to hlalaw.org. See you next time.